This is the Oklahoma Talking Company. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thanks for coming round again. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. What's shaking, cats and kittens? Welcome to the OKC Show. It is my pleasure to be with you. This is Jason Baffrey, and uh, we have another great show lined up for you today. Remember, you can check us out at Oklahoma Talking Co. That's oklahomatalking.co. You can also listen to the programs on SoundCloud. And we are now happy to announce that we are on Spreaker, which is a really cool app that you can download on your phone. And you can find the OKC Show right there. And it's Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. So check it out. Also, be sure and go like our page on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's at OKC Show. We have a fantastic show lined up for you today and uh, some great people in studio with us here at the Oklahoma Talking Coast Studios. And we are joined today by Mike Zerden and Adrian Young, who have just founded a new um, platform in Oklahoma City, and it is called Made Possible by Us. And that's dot. U.S. is the website, and um, if you might have seen the hashtag on Twitter recently, what if OKC, and what if we made social change and uh, businesses worked together in a variety of ways and funded the things that would really make the city better, and uh, Mike and Adrian, welcome to the OKC Show. Thank you. Thrilled to be here. Likewise. Thanks. So explain uh, a little bit about how, how this came together for you guys. You want to start? Sure. So um, Adrian and I were, were share very – we didn't know it at the time. We shared very similar passions, convictions, and desires for a better world. And, and through a whole lot of uh, ongoing suggestions that we connect, we finally did. Uh, that's the short version. <laughs> And yeah, with brevity in mind, yes, that is a short version. Um, yeah, we, you know, all of us having separate conversations about, all right, social good and the dynamic of Oklahoma City and how so much of the pioneering spirit is making things come to life that couldn't maybe exist outside of Oklahoma City. And then thinking about, is there a way to do that as it relates to social good impact? How could we, with deeper, broader reaching strokes, come together and do something huge? And so that conversation is how Mike and I kind of started. I, I was working in the context of the Western Avenue District, which is a fantastic district in Oklahoma City, and trying to think about how could we do something small scale for a district? And then the conversations grew, well, how could we do something bigger for the city? And then then now we're lofty idealists saying the globe. Let's take on the globe and do good together. World domination that's, for good. <laughs> that's that's a, right. Exactly. <laughs> well said. <laughs> we'll use that. <laughs> Please you, do. Please you heard do. it here first. <laughs> World domination for good, yeah. So, Mike, I know you have been involved in, in a variety of, of things going on around the city for a couple of years. You spoke at Dream Your OKC right. last year, and you have uh, this incredible vision for philanthropy and and just people working to the betterment of the community. Mm -hmm. And so how did you connect with Adrian and and make this possible? So I'll back up a little bit. I'll go a little longer this time. I'd spent a lot of time working with really some of the biggest nonprofit brands in the world, everything from the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, Hope International, on to the Susan G. Komen Foundation, Red Cross, 
and I learned a lot in that space. And, and really what I learned is that traditional fundraising is transactional. And what that simply means is, is that most people want to do good, but I think in some ways they short-circuit that by simply donating. Mm-hmm. And, and the vision that I've always had is, is what if we, we took a longer, a longer view and what if we did more than donate? We engaged um, not just with nonprofits, but with whatever need we had in the community. And Adrian did a phenomenal job summing that up in our project focus around doing good um, for the people, for the planet, and for the pursuit of happiness. And, and it was just a brilliant summation of, of a heartfelt conviction that we both shared. The vision that we had is, is much bigger than than a simple crowdfunding campaign. And the, the, the challenge with those are is that the crowd disbands after a transaction. And we believe that, that we're, we're capable of doing much more than coming together for is a is an, a disconnected group of people giving to something we really wanted to create a something much more special than that and i have to say that my background with branding and advertising continually puts top of mind front of mind the hundreds of billions of dollars spent by brands to have connection points with their consumer base and so it just started to resonate that they're trying everyone's trying so hard to show proof of investment in community or to show a value set that they share with their consumers base so then we start asking the question what if that was done in a peer relationship a peer-to-peer thing not like mike saying a transaction thing where it's a penny of every purchase made goes to united way that that cause is amazing but there is no connection point between the brand and the consumer this would allow them to as peers that share one common value that's local tangible and they can touch and feel long term do together I mean, from a ad standpoint, there is no stickier connection you can make with your customer than to do something that they care about, too, together with them. Right. If, if I keep using Whole Foods as my analogy, but if Whole Foods sends me to Uganda to feed the sick and I care about that, I'm never shopping anywhere but Whole Foods. Right. If you can touch people at the heart yes. level, yes. then you can, you can get them to be more engaged with everything that you do. Yes. So on a, on a practical level, and you may have just touched on it there with, with the Whole Foods example, um, but where do you go from here? You've launched a website, um, and, and you've launched a, uh, a hashtag campaign with What If OKC. And, well, let's back up a little bit. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I mean, that's just been uh, very recently, What If OKC. Yep. And, and t- uh, Twitter blew up with people with their dreams, their suggestions, their ideas for how we can better the community using the hashtag WhatIfOKC, all kind of spurred by uh, your launch. So did you get ideas there that, I mean, are really tangible that you're going to be able to put into effect? And how does that how does that work from here? The answer is, in short, absolutely. We got a wellspring of ideas. We did not anticipate the floodgates to open quite that wide, <laughs> and it's wonderful, and we're thrilled. But the intention of that, and it was it was interesting that some people felt like there was some sort of secrecy behind it, or it wasn't that at all. It was, let's try to let the people inform where we go. Because like you said, if the value set is resonating, then everyone will buy in and participate and we can really make tangible outcomes. So that that's being fueled by the population that's going to end up bringing it to life is mm-hmm. really critical. So we got hundreds and hundreds of submissions and now we're starting to put them into camps and then we'll say, who are the right business partners for these kinds of ideas? So for example, if it was something food-based, we'd go for people that have a passion and cause towards food. Same thing with homeless populations 
I mean, whatever it is that we do, we want to be so thoughtful with bringing together the right parties so that it is effective long term. This is a sustaining thing for anything that we'll be doing. And DOKC is our first launch partner already sets the bar really high. DOKC meaning downtown, downtown Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. City. Yes, excuse me. Yes. No, that's great. Uh, and and so what does that look like for downtown Oklahoma City? So what we'll do, at the next phase of this is now to determine what is most tangible, has the deepest, widest reach, and is going to be the most relevant to everyone that will be participating. I would add meaningful. And meaningful, yes. I mean, of course, meaningful is a much more appropriate (laughs) word to use. Relevant is important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But meaningful, yeah, for sure. Well, relevant is going to, to touch the mind. Yep. Um, meaningful is going to touch the heart. So yep. if you want, if you wrap both of those things up, then I think you've got a winner. Yes, yes, well said. No, oh, thank you. <laughs> so, what is it about Oklahoma City and the people here? I mean, there, there we have something the Oklahoma standard. We saw it with yeah. the the tornado, but um, you know we're seeing more and more. I think people involving good and bettering the community and um, leaving the world a better place, not to get too cliche, but there, the people here care, care about each other, care about the community, care about the future of, of the city, it, it seems to me. Am I wrong? No. no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you guys are seeing it too, obviously. I mean, you, Absolutely. You, you know, I'll add to that as, a, as kind of an anecdotal point is, is really it doesn't make a lot of sense to launch a technology company from Oklahoma uh, or Oklahoma City in its present state. It's a great place, but we intentionally made a choice. We both have an, a unique tie to Colorado, and uh, I intentionally said, you know, I could go back to Boulder to build a technology company, but I'd rather stay in Oklahoma City and, and build a company with deep meaning and deep impact. Yeah. And so it's it just resonates deeply with me, and I know it's just a factor of who we are. Mm-hmm. And there's a cultural, uh, a, a cultural bent towards that. And, and candidly, it's it's conversations like the ones you're hosting that continue that that cultural reality. So thank you. Oh, sure. But and you know exactly like you just said, it's it is mind blowing to me what this market's capable of doing. And just by what we were saying out in, out in the hallway before we came in, it's people just digging in and investing in. This is what I want my Oklahoma City to be. So they just make it so, mm-hmm. and it works because everyone is in agreement. I, I I think that that cannot happen in other markets the same way. It just it just doesn't work the same way. It's that tribe saying, yes, we will dig in and make this what we want. And that's why we think Oklahoma City is the exact right place to do this. Yeah. And I would I would say, I mean, it seems that it transcends politics, political affiliations. I mean, we uh, th- there are people that I may not agree with on a political landscape, but but we all want to see the community better. We want to see families staying together. We want to see fathers taking care of their, their children, the mothers taking care of their children. We, we, we want to see um, the orphan crisis solved. We want to see the homeless crisis solved and, and food, you know, insecurity. food insecurity. And, and, you know, and so we push all of that other, you know, for the most part, uh, all of the politics aside and let's just get this done. Right. Yes, absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. That's exactly right. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm finally on point with something. <laughs> what are the next steps for you guys? Well, so what we've been doing in the week that since we yeah. yeah, one week. <laughs> so one it was week. a week ago um, that we yeah, Let me put you on the spot. I mean, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing now? I mean, you had a great campaign. Let's get busy. All right. What we've been doing since that happened is having 
conversations with businesses. So as the launch project is with downtown Oklahoma City, who comes top of mind when we think about companies invested in the betterment of Oklahoma City? So we're having those meetings. Mm -hmm. Anyone who would come to mind when that question is asked, that's who we're talking to, to try to start to begin to shape the mechanics that will make this thing run. So once we have narrowed down and finalized the specifics of the project based on the input from everybody from 1FOKC, then we will announce what the project specifics are, who these partners are, and then we will actually fund the making of it. Okay. So for the average Oklahoman, what what does that mean? I mean, you're you're looking with uh, from corporations, businesses for funding for projects, but for somebody like me um, or anybody listening right now, uh, and by the way, you're listening to the OKC show. Our guests today are Mike Zerden and Adrian Young from Made Possible by Us, and. Uh, if somebody is passionate or just is listening to the show and they're going, okay, well, what, what can I do? So what can they do? Well, I think, number one, they can, they can stay tuned. But the whole point of this is a practical, actionable outcome. And so as we as, – as Adrian's done such a great job connecting with, with the business community and, the, and the, the brand partners to catalyze an action, really the trigger point is the community's engagement and involvement. So – this is not a passive community. We're all about triggering an event in partnership with these brands. So the brands aren't going to do it all. The companies aren't going to do it all. Um, they're going to, to contribute uh, their influence, uh, their resources uh, to get something done. But then we appeal to the community and say, it's your turn. We need ten or 20,000 of you that are truly want this to happen to make it so. So they'll contribute their, their resources, their time, their, their, their money to actually do something in partnership as a whole. And what they can literally do today is to follow us on social media and sign up for the sign up on the website. So that's made possible by us. And then when we have the launch project ready to go, which we'll announce in July, and then we will put together for a September call to action. Mm-hmm. We need those people ready to act. So we so the resources and businesses will will shape kind of this momentum that will say we're halfway there, and then everybody else will have to engage by putting money into the pot and making it so. And are you getting a lot of response from the community like that? Yes, it's been amazing. Yes, yes, yes. It's overwhelming even. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's making the conversations with the partners that will have the resource strength um, much easier to see that people, it was affirming, like you're saying, that the Twitter response was just so affirming that it, it is what we think. Oklahoma City is ready to do something, wants to pour into community, and wants stuff like this to happen, and they're showing that by acting. Mm-hmm. So now when we come to the table with, all right, here's the project specifics based on what you asked for, here are the resources we have available, and here's the money that your business peers have put in, let's do it, we have no question that it will happen. So it will be made possible by all of us. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> it is great. <laughs> Mike, you you seem uh, really almost giddy about this project. Oh, I am. I mean, it, it, it's, it's the fulfillment of a dream just to, to be here sharing a story, to have Adrian as a partner. And it's a culmination of, of years of, of effort and dreaming. And, and I'll, a little personal color commentary, Adrian and I were texting at midnight you know, it's a very, very vulnerable feeling to create something and to believe that we can do good to be- we can do more good together and to share a vision uh, for good with the community. It's a state of vulnerability. He said if, if we understood 
the vision, if we understood um, our peers. And the reality is, is that I am giddy because the response was extremely validating, but more than validating, it's activating and we're actually going to do something. So mm-hmm. I'm candidly weary of, of talking about solving problems, um, and we don't want to absolve our responsibility to solve our community's problems to an entity, an organization, a political party, or whatever. Really, it is going to be made possible by us. And and so to see our, our peers coming together, we may not agree on everything, but we all agree on some things enough to actually to act and so I'm beyond giddy I'm 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 ecstatic I I can't yeah. describe it I know when you you spoke at Dream Year OKC mm-hmm. and uh and I'm I'm hearing a lot of the things that you talked about then resonating through but the the methods have changed uh a, a little bit what have you learned in in the past year that is still driving you? I mean, obviously you're motivated internally by, by this because you've been working on things like this for a while, but things seem to be becoming clear. Well, I, that credit that to Adrian. You know, I have uh, the ability to build technology, but technology doesn't solve problems. It. Uh, Adrian's blushing, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, really it is, is. She was able to put a clear and concise voice to the vision and and we wanted to bring – I see no reason that, that small groups of us, thousands and even millions of, of our peer groups come together to address problems intentionally, consistently, and together. And um, we built technology to to facilitate that, but the voice and the clear call to action in a meaningful way is, is, is hats off to Adrian. So what have we learned? Uh, I think I've learned that um, – Somebody tweeted something the other day. Who was that? Is it Patrick Allman, perhaps? Um, he said, "If you if you want to do something alone, your dream's not big enough." Yeah. And so I'm really grateful that Adrian came alongside, and she she really was able to articulate everything that was in my head and in my heart. And um, so what I've learned is is that you know I was intentionally looking for for people to work with and together, and 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 you know providentially or fortuitously. Adrian came along and has really put a voice to to a, a conviction. Yeah. Adrian, would you like to uh... <laughs> defer that credit? Oh, yeah. Yes, I would. Uh, <laughs> 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 Thank you, Mike. I, I have to say that um, I'm like a consumer observationist, right? I just constantly am watching, cataloging consumer psychology is so interesting to me. And that process, especially in Oklahoma City, has really been eye-opening. It's revealing to see when people do rally around something. I mean, take H&A, for example. There's so many things like that. It's because everybody wants it, so they do it and they make it so. So it just seems like a logical path. Collaboration, to me, is the future between city civic groups and nonprofits mm-hmm. and the business community and our consumer base, that's the way that real, true, transform, transformative change can happen is mm-hmm. if we collaborate together. So watching that in small scale is what started to reveal itself as this really is a way. This, this has merit here. This could be something. Let's try to pull together all the right parties. If you do it thoughtfully around their one like-minded cause, then you can really turn turn the tide. I mean, it will be huge. So I believe it, I know it, and thanks to Mike for saying that about articulating it, but it really was just by virtue of watching that happen again and again and again in this city. Mm-hmm. And disparate groups, now let's band everybody together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So can you, at, at this point, talk about any, uh, any projects that you are um, looking at or any of the great ideas that you've seen? I mean, just to get, kind of give people an idea of, you know, what's out there, what's on the horizon? Maybe in general terms. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot to say <laughs> things you can't say yet, but I'm just curious. Well, speak in general terms. I, well, I think in general terms, we're really listening to the community, and, and so we're seeing a, a, a broad spectrum, but uh, consistently we're seeing some sort of space renovation that's hospitable and welcoming to families and children. Uh, we're seeing, it's interesting, we're seeing a lot of stuff around bikes, yeah. um, pedestrian tra- uh, traffic, and of course we're seeing the social issues, which we will tackle in partnership with others, uh, everything from homelessness to food insecurity to uh, fatherless, uh, working with the fatherless. So I think in general terms, we'll, we'll, we'll work uh, with some really, really fun partners we're super excited to announce later. Yeah. Uh, uh, Which you'll, you'll come on the OKC show to make all those announcements. Naturally. Right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, but I think we're looking at, at social space, food insecurity, uh, a social setting, food insecurity, uh, we love the arts. Yeah. So somewhere in, it'll, it'll fall in, in the camp. And really what Adrian mentioned is, is we're listening to the community and, and uh, saying, what will you, this is your project. This is your community. These are your peers. What do you want to accomplish? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about your, your, your backgrounds. Mike, you've been here uh, for a few years now. But yeah. you, you came from, uh, you're not uh, native Oklahoman, as I recall. and. Give, give people a, a brief glimpse into Mike Zerden. I think it's interesting because, you know, our past often drives us towards our future. And and so my background is I came from a single-family home, grew up in Section 8 housing just west of Detroit. Fortunately, uh, I had a man come into my life. My mother remarried, a very moral man, moved us to Boulder, Colorado, or went to high school and, and graduated from CU and really had my first entrepreneurial endeavor fail. Uh, in Boulder and came down to Oklahoma for a football game and left with a job offer as a financial underwriter. So um, the last few years have really been spent. Um, I hit a spot in life where I had a little runway in life to, to do something meaningful. And uh, I think the, the vision at large is what Adrian and I share is how do we connect with our peers and help peers connect with one another to collaborate, to do more good together. And I've been trying to figure out what that looks like for the last few years. Envisioning you know, communities everywhere doing exactly what we're doing. And not just communities at large, but even the small micro-communities within that community. So I celebrated my 25th wedding anniversary. Hey, congratulations. Same that's woman. huge. One woman. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, <laughs> I've been married 25 years to one woman. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it was awesome. And so, I've met your, your lovely wife, and she's fantastic. I understand why you stayed married 25 years. I don't understand why she Well, has. Well, yeah, that was the flip side of that. Is I don't know why she stayed with you. <laughs> no, she's fantastic. So, um, two boys, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, Adrian, brander, marketer, mm-hmm. extraordinaire, extraordinaire. <laughs> well, um, uh, yeah. So that's my my history and background is all in ad side and branding side. But really, my passion is humanity, humans, mm-hmm. how consumers tick. I think that's just the most fascinating thing in the world. The fact that my um, my path to access that was through advertising was kind of a 
an unfortunate one because that, that I never felt a strong compulsion towards advertising necessarily as much as I did towards consumer tendency. So um, my my shift in you know life's purpose and where we're going and what this all means was becoming a mother. And mm. I have a three-year-old and a, well, almost three. It's ju- not July yet. So an almost three-year-old and a one-year-old. And it really causes you to pause and reevaluate and self-reflect and determine what you want, you know, to yeah. create and shape. And what do you want that to look like for them? And what do you want to instill in them? And that really was transformative for me. Mm-hmm. So I knew about... Um, you know, exposure to other cultures and seeing seeing the world from every from different lenses than maybe what what would be considered conventional. That's what made me start to reconsider what I would be doing or bringing, which started that conversation about um, shifting and making a cultural shift and maybe mm-hmm. not living within the confines of the blueprint that maybe we're supposed to. And mm-hmm. so I've been working through that for yeah several years, and <laughs> it was a wonderful time to meet Mike because he has shared that vision, and now we're going to do this thing. That's great. Well, it's very exciting, and uh, I know a lot of people obviously are excited about uh, what's going on and and what if OKC Mm -hmm. made possible by us. And um, if you want to get involved, you can uh, go to their website, uh, which is madepossiblebyus, madepossiblebyus, madepossiblebyus.us. Uh, and then uh, you guys are very active in social media. If you want to uh, give everybody your handles there, yeah, on Twitter it's at Made Possible by Facebook Made Possible by and Instagram Made Possible by. <laughs> and if you have uh, ideas for things that you'd like yes. to see done yes. in the community here around Oklahoma City, um, you can hashtag What If OKC. Right? Is that that's, that's it? it. Keep what If coming. OKC? Uh, use that hashtag. And they will see those if you have ideas for betterment of the city, the community, and beyond. Speaking of beyond, I mean, is this something that we could see? I mean, is the goal ultimately to blow this up beyond Oklahoma City as a national? Well, we talked about world domination for yes, good. Yes, correct. So, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. That's great. Yes, absolutely. We, we thought that this market, again, would be a wonderful way to demonstrate what what the potential really is because of the people here. Um, but, yeah, we absolutely want to do this all over, anywhere we could and can, to mm-hmm. amass people for good. Yeah, so let's start the hashtag, uh, what if Australia and what if Perfect. England. And yes. Mm-hmm. What if uh, Dubai, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, everything that we can we can do there, and mm-hmm. then let's see it move beyond. Uh, that's fantastic. I thank you guys so much for uh, taking the time to come in today and share your, your vision with us and – um, Mike Zerden, Adrian Young, we really appreciate your hearts Thanks. for the city and the people and the community, and we wish you the best of luck as you move forward with Made Possible by Us. Thank, thank you, you for being at the helm of sharing the news about all things Oklahoma City and good. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> all right, you can. Uh, we, we've given you all their social media connections, so be sure to follow them in all of those places. Check out the web, website, uh, read the vision, and, of course, you can find out more about us and the other shows on oklahomatalking.co be sure to follow us on twitter at okc show and at oklahoma talking also go like our facebook pages please go like our facebook pages we need the we need the likes on there we'd like to see those for mike zerden adrian young made possible by us my name is jason baffrey this is the okc show we are out of here The OKC Show is a production of Destiny Creative.